before we dive in, I want to say that this story is dedicated to Sam, aka the Drunken Pterodactyl, aka the Rebel Ranger. Sam was a fantastic person, and we lost her in April of 2023. Sam was a big fan of Power Rangers, she was a big fan of Billy, the Mighty Morphin Blue Ranger, and she made herself very well known on TikTok and in the Zero to Hero community. She was not only a partner, but a very good friend to everyone that she talked to. She was a mother, a wife, and a daughter, and a great person overall. Everything in this chapter is dedicated to her and I took inspirations from her TikTok videos. So for that being said, Sam, we miss you, we love you, this is for you. Thai Tiger presents Tiger Tales. Hello everybody and welcome to Tiger Tales, a place where you'll find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host, me, Ty Tiger. I am making a collection of rangers, something called Task Force Hojo, where I'm making unique rangers and giving them one-off short stories to introduce them. And I wanted a ranger dedicated to Sam, aka Drunk Pterodactyl, aka the Rev Ranger. So I thought I'd put her in Power Rangers and put her on Tiger Tales forever, where she has an imprint onto the channel. I didn't know Sam personally, but she was always there. Her videos always made me smile when I saw them, and she was also a very chatty person in the Zero to Hero Discord. So for the Zero to Hero people out there, while you're listening, think of Sam. If you know Sam from TikTok, then watch those videos like I did when writing this. So let's dive in with Power Rangers, The Rebel Who Refused to Die, a one-off short story. Power Rangers, a tribute to Sam. Sam sat there bored in her hospital room. She sat there in a lot of pain. Her chest felt tight. She sat there trying to eat something but found it hard to eat the hospital food. She had two IV drips, one in each arm. She got told that during the procedure her blood levels were dropping dramatically low and they had to force her awake. She sat there rather confused, not knowing if the procedure was a success or whether she would die. She gazed out of the window and saw a boring rooftop. A plain, boring rooftop. She took a deep breath, but her oxygen tube was irritating her face, so she pulled it out and let it hang around her neck for the time being. She only had it in case that she needed it. The doctors tried to give her a, a brave smile, but she knew, just like they did, her heart was failing her. Every time it would beat in her chest, it was taking away her life. The complete opposite of what her human heart was meant to do. She ended up living in the hospital for a few weeks, a few more tests, and then a few more letdowns. She ended up with these tubes coming out of her neck. She was eventually moved to another room. She was not allowed to move too far away from the bed, which upset Sam. 
as she finally had a decent window view which she could never really get a good look at from her bed. She spent a lot of time watching videos online, she stopped replying to people, not that she wasn't grateful for all the loving messages, she was in touch, she just had so many people worried about her and she felt weak, she felt drained. She did not feel like repeating herself over and over again to everybody. She also felt like a burden to people. She did not want to upset anybody and drag them down emotionally, so instead she read back a packet of personal cleaning cloths. She found it amusing to herself that she could not pronounce some of the big medical words on it. Over the course of the weeks, she went through a few things. A tube was placed in her stomach to filter out the toxins when she slept, and then she had a metal wire in her arm, which did stuff she didn't quite understand. She was also put on experimental drugs, which made her woozy, lightheaded, and felt uncomfortable. After all of that, her heart was still failing her. More days passed and the drug seemed to kind of work. For some time, the IV was pulled out and the drug did more. It came with nausea and nerve pain, making it almost unable to eat and needing sleep medication to even reach the brink of sleep. To her, she didn't even know what sleep was. She almost spent a day complaining to herself, as when the nurse gave her morphine, it did not work. It was almost like she had a tolerance to the drug. She had never had it before, but somehow it did not faze her. But luckily, it went uphill from there. She had moved from the ICU to her own room, and she was allowed to roam around the halls and walk a bit which eased up the nerve pain, and eventually she did not need the sleeping drugs. The only thing that was now the heart medication still caused her a lot of pain though. A few more days had passed, and she'd been in the hospital for over a little over a month, and she was told by the doctors that she was finally getting to go home. She packed her stuff. It was the fastest she ever moved in a good couple of weeks. She got in the car with her husband. He looked at her with a loving smile. What? Sam asked awkwardly. You're smiling for once. Her husband replied, Yeah, I guess I am, Sam replied. Then they headed home. She got herself a fresh breath of air, filling her lungs. She legs, Her legs still hurt, but she was home. She picked up her Paranger hoodie and threw it on. She had missed the signature jacket. It resembled the Ranger Slayer. She sat back down and took the weekend to settle back into her normal life. Another highlight was her son. She got to see him more, spend time with him. The best thing they did together was watch the news. It was a silly thing between them. Not all news, just Power Ranger news. Every time the Power Rangers were on the news and fighting the good fight, saving the innocent, her son loved it when the cameras caught footage of the Zord fights, fighting the monsters as they grew big. Mum, who's your favourite Ranger? Like, who'd you be? Her son asked her. I'd say the blue mighty Morphin Ranger. He's kinda cool, Sam replied. Fair, I'd go red myself, her son smiled. Her husband then walked in. We kinda have a problem, he said awkwardly. What is it, Sam asked. You have to go get a checkup tomorrow, her husband replied. Yeah, and? Sam retorted. I have to take him on a school trip, remember? Her husband sighed. So I can get my mum to take me, it's fine. Sam sighed at him. Are you sure? He asked. Yeah, don't worry, down. I'll leave me. We're watching the news. Sam retorted at him once more and then gave him a smile. The next day, she got in the car with her mom and they drove to the hospital. She kept her Paranger hoodie on this time. Her legs hurt a lot, walking no longer numbed the pain. Her doctors poked around and told her that she needed an operation, but it was in Texas and that they would have to keep an eye on her for a few days. Sam just sat there, her head in her hands. She just wanted to be 
over with it. Whether it was death or a miracle, she was fed up with the pain and the lack of energy, but everyone always called her a rebel. She never gave up and always went in hard. So, there she sat, killing her hours watching the news. She saw the blue mighty morph in Power Ranger fighting a monster. She sat there all intense. Then she recognized the store. It was the place she used to get her iced tea from every morning. Then she realized that the blue mighty morph in Ranger was only a few streets away from her. On the news report, an explosion happened. Sam looked out the window and she could see black smoke from a few streets over. She kept jumping back from the news to the window, news to the window, news to the window. She was watching the blue ranger fight effortlessly with his power lance against a monster who looked like a walking rocket. It kept smashing its rocket-like arms into the ranger. Its elbow had built-in thrusters which added to the punch and it smacked the blue ranger setting him flying through some buildings. Suddenly a crash happened right outside her window. She was on the first floor so she could see the blue ranger lying on a crushed car down below that flattened due to the impact. Suddenly, the hall started ringing with the fire alarms. It was a warning for everyone to clear out of the hospital. Stam stayed completely still, watching the monster advance to the ranger. One floor down. She was so close, but yet so far away. She was too weak to move. She wanted to run and go get help, but she was glued to the window. The monster advanced on the blue ranger, setting rocket attacks. Explosions erupted. Sam gasped as she watched the blue ranger drop to the floor. He tried to move, but he was battered to an inch of his life. Help! Please! Someone help him, please! Sam called out to the hallway, but she was answered with scurrying doctors and nurses. No one heard her plea. Sam looked down and the monster jumped up and slammed both fists on the ground and a big white explosion filled the streets. There's a shockwave which knocked Sam over. Her windows exploded, glass flew all over her. She was very, very lucky she wasn't caught by the explosion. She climbed to her feet, slowly and painfully climbed to her feet and she looked down out of what was her window. She stepped over the shattered glass and peered out the windowless pane and looked down. Everything was black, covered in ash, vehicles were on fire, nothing was left of the blue ranger. The monster was walking away, laughing at himself. Sam looked down at the scene of the crime in shock and awe. Then she caught a glimpse of something gold and shiny. It was small, but easy visible. Sam walked away. With great difficulty, she managed to get herself onto the burnt street. She walked over, more like hobbled over, to the golden object. She bent down and picked it up. It was a golden coin with a triceratops engraved into it. Sam, Sam, what are you doing out here? A doctor called from the entrance of the hospital. She shoved the coin in her pocket and wobbled back to the, uh, to the hospital and the doctor. There was hours of waiting and sitting around before everyone was allowed back inside the hospital. Sam was giving a new room. She sat down, her body ached, but her head was fuzzy, and her heart felt a new type of pain. She felt lost. The blue Mighty Morphin Power Ranger was her all-time hero, and now he was gone. She put on the news. There was more reports of this nuke monster. He destroyed the airport and train stations. He was destroying police stations. He was attacking the fire engines. Stopping people leaving town, stopping people from helping. Her husband and son were now stranded on a school trip as they could not get home, and Sam couldn't get to Texas for her operations. Sam became hospital bound once again, and without the operations, she could die. The heart medication kept her life in a painless limbo, dragging it through. She was put on IV once again, and over the course of the next few weeks, painless limbo became painful limbo. She got worse. She was in pain, and she would video call her son to talk to him every day, and of course, they talked about the news. She could tell that her husband loved... 
She would tell her husband she loved him, but she wanted to end it all. She would spend her days just sat there, and eventually she stopped watching the news as well. It was all about the loss of the Blue Mighty Morphin Power Ranger and the Nuke Monster, and that made her mind worse. She kept on playing with the coin in her hand. It was light as a feather, yet there was so much weight to it. A few more days went by. Sam had gotten weaker. She tried to move tried walking, tried eating, but everything was either depressing or painful, both physically and emotionally. Sam managed to get outside and walk around a bit. She stayed close to the hospital. She sat down on a bench and thought about her family. The operation in Texas, the town was in lockdown now. A monster destroyed most of the way through the town and she couldn't drive in her condition. She sat there and pondered, when suddenly a huge massive explosion erupted from above her. Shards of glass rained all over her once more. Sam froze up. The glass was small. She didn't move. She did not feel any pain or stinging sensation, so she assumed that she had not been injured by the shards of glass raining above her. She looked up and the hospital was now on fire and a massive huge funnel of black smoke erupted from the building and filled the clear blue sky. When suddenly a figure jumped out of the building and fell and landed on the road. Sam stood slowly, painfully. The rocket monster that killed the Blue Ranger stood only a few feet away. And now, to destroy this stupid hospital, the monster growled. Sam wobbled towards the monster. Oi, dickhead, Sam barked. She stood there out of breath, gripping the sleeve of her Ranger Slayer jacket, which she still had on. The monster turned around and stopped. Its ugly face was planted in the rocket ship tipped head and it was glaring at her. Leave this hospital alone, Sam snapped. Sorry, no can do. I've destroyed too much. I'm so close. I, Rocketera, will be known for wiping a whole town off the face of the map. A small victory. Then I'll move on to another town, and another town, until I take the whole country. Then eventually, the world. The monster chuckled. Oh, shut the hell up, man. No one cares. You're destroying lives. You're destroying people's homes, their jobs. And what, because daddy didn't love you? Grow up, man, and get some therapy. Sam mocked. Shut up, human. Rocketara barked, then he slammed his fist into the ground and it caused an explosion which sent Sam flying back, hitting the ground. Sam opened her eyes and saw the coin on the floor. She reached over, trying to grab it, but someone stood there and picked it up. Sam looked up and saw everything was blue. The sky, the floor was a beautiful sky blue. The monster was nowhere to be seen. Then the person who picked up the coin held out his hand and Sam took it and was helped to her feet. Then she looked at his face. Holy crap, you're Billy Cranston, the tech genius guy, Sam blurted. I am, Billy replied. Why are you here? Where is here? Sam asked, confused, looking around the beautiful surroundings. Afterlife, Billy muttered. Wait, am I dead? Wait, are you dead? Sam gasped and shocked. I am, yes. You are almost, Billy explained. Wait, hang on, back up here. When did you die? Someone as loving, kind, and as human as you would have been on the news if you died, Sam muttered. Oh, I've been on the news, Billy smiled. Oh no, it's all a bit about the death of the Blue Ranger, Sam snapped. Then she looked at Billy, who raised his eyebrows and waited for it to hit her like a bullet train. Holy crap, you're the Blue Ranger, Sam blurted. I really don't like to brag, but yeah, kinda, Billy told her. So this coin, it's yours, right? Sam asked. It is, Billy nodded. Sam stood there in shock. She was baffled that the nicest tech guy in history was the badass Blue Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. 
Okay, so why are we talking now? Sam asked. This coin is mine to give to the next ranger, Billy stated. Then he handed it to her. Sam looked shocked and took it. Sam, if you take this, you are now a power ranger, and but this does not save your life. It just prolongs it in an easier fashion, Billy explained. Sam nodded and took the coin. Then everything flashed, and she was stood on the road. The burning hospital was above her once more, and the monster stood there, kind of confused. You're not dead? Rocketeer growled. Damn straight, Sam grinned. She pulled out the power coin in a flash of blue energy. She was now holding a power morpher. God, you're stupid, the monster barred. My name is Sam, and what can I say? I'm a rebel, Sam grinned. She held up the morpher automatically like it was second nature. Rebellious Triceratops, she called out, and in a flash of light she was morphed into the Blue Ranger. She stood there amazed. She looked down to see that she was still wearing her Ranger Slayer hoodie. Oh, hell yeah, now this is cool, she gasped. I destroyed one Blue Ranger. I can do it again, the monster barked. You never had a deal with me before, though, the Rebel Ranger barked. She ran at the monster who swung his rocket thrust on. She slid across the floor, dodging the attack. She got up, jumped, and swung her foot into the monster's back, then threw her fists multiple times, hitting the monster, making him stumble backwards. She then spun around and kicked the monster again. Her body felt so light and easy. It carried a lot of power but moved so gracefully. She did it like it was second nature. She struck the monster several times before the monster could retaliate. He swung his fist down, driving his explosion fist down like last time. The rebel ranger summoned her power lance and split it into two, then slid under the swinging arms and held up the lances in a cross formation. The exploding fists collided with the weapon and an explosion erupted, sending the monster flying up into the air. The rebel ranger quickly jumped up to her feet and jumped up into the air, joining the monster. Then she connected her lances together, forming one lance once more and spun it around uh, which struck the monster several times. She then charged one end of the lance and swung it across the monster. The monster started shaking before exploding, leaving nothing behind. The rebel ranger landed, spun her lance around and stalled and proud. Suddenly there was clapping. She turned around to see everyone who had been in the hospital was now on the street or clapping. Firefighters who had turned up were also amongst the group. The rebel ranger bowed to the crowd. She looked up at the sun. Her ranger form kept her body safe for now till she could have the operation. She looked up. The fires were being fought and then she glanced at the sun. Thanks, buddy, the rebel ranger said. Sam sat on her sofa, waiting for her son to come from school. Her husband had gone to get her a nice tea, and suddenly a portal opened in the middle of the room, and a girl and a boy stood before her. Sam reached for a pocket, inching towards her paramorpher. Easy there, Sam. We're here to recruit you, not fight you, the guy said. Okay, and what stops me kicking your ass? Sam blurted. She climbed off the sofa slowly, the pain making it hard to stand. Too quick. We are a task for Tojo. And we're collecting rangers to help multiverses with those who have lost or losing rangers, the girl explained. Sam just smiled. I'm Minnie, and this is Chad. The girl introduced themselves. Well, nice to meet you, I guess, Sam sighed. The girl handed her a playing card. It was all black on the back. It had the word Hojo in spray paint font, and on the front had the words Rebel. What's this? Sam asked. Your calling card, if you choose to accept, Chad explained. Then the two strangers walked into the portal, and it closed behind them. Sam looked at the card kind of confused, slightly shocked. Then she tucked the card in her pocket with her morpher. She leant forward, picked up her iced tea and took a sip. 
God, I love being a ranger, she muttered. Then she listened to our favourite podcast, Zeo the Hero, and waited for the news about the rangers to come on. And there you have it, guys. That is my story dedicated to Sam. I didn't want to prolong it. I didn't want it too long. It was actually very sad to write. It upset me a little bit. I watch a lot of her, 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 the latest TikToks, and I wanted to capture both Sam before she passed away and the Sam that will always remember, which is both, but I wanted to capture both sides of Sam. And I wanted to... I didn't want to focus too much on the sadness. This is why a lot of it was, you know, powering just stuff. But the beginning had to be how Sam was. I had to capture that. Like I said before, everything that I mentioned, Sam herself put on TikTok. That's why I mentioned what I did. This is why her husband or son aren't mentioned named-wise. I want to shout out Zero to Hero and the Discord and the podcast and the community and everyone a part of the community. I know this will mean... I hope, I really hope this means something to them. Uh, I know Billy and Jim, the owners of Zero to Hero, they've, they took this massively and very personally. They were very good friends of Sam, so I really hope, uh, Billy and Jim, if you're listening, I really hope this does something for you guys. Uh, shout out Mark, the Corner Stranger, and Cosplay 237. Shout out their podcasts and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I shall see you guys really soon. Cosplay Dude 637 Ty Tiger And the Red Cornish Ranger The Three Ranger Bros Production